Hey, welcome to the pod. I have a few things to talk to you about today. And like this stuff was exploding out of me basically. Like all week I've just been writing, writing, writing. Like there's more. Like what I'm going to take you through in this episode is only like some of it. <laughs> so and I've even like put notes down because it's like, it's like, um, imagine I'm a bottle of champagne and the champagne is like all of this universal wisdom and mixed uh, like lived experience and stuff like that. And, and the universe is just like shaken up the bottle to see how fun that would be. And the corks popped off and I'm just like, <laughs> so much stuff <laughs> is coming through. So I want to share it with you. I was like, literally like I got up this morning at, oh my God. So, oh, okay. Hang on. <laughs> I'll take you on a side quest. So, um, last week I was like, Haley, I want to live in your shoes for a week. Cause she gets up at 4am. So like I already get up early and have like a morning routine and stuff. But now that I work at home, like I don't have to get up as early, but I found that my exercise was slipping a bit, actually a lot for a couple of weeks there where like, because I, I started to just like get up a bit later, but it was also winter. And I do find it important to go with your body's like seasons and your circadian rhythm and everything like that. So like I didn't want to get up earlier and I'm a pretty motivated person. So I was like, I'm just going to like ride this out and let my body do its thing and trust that. Um, but then it like went a little bit too far <laughs> and I was like, I need some more motivation. And obviously like I have to get Noah up and ready for school and everything. And he's like uprooting a fucking million year old tree, just trying to get him to go do anything that he doesn't want to do. So that requires like certain energy. And I want to have all my morning, like, beautifulness done before having to do that, which is usually what I do. But because I was waking up a bit later, the exercise portion, um, was slipping. And so I was like, all right, fuck it. Like Haley lives in the most amazing way. And she has such beautiful energy and so much energy and she gets so much done. So I was like, I am going to take a page out of your book and I'm going to live in your shoes. And can you just take me through it. She was like, okay. So on Sunday we went through and <laughs> went to the grocery store. I bought all the same food that she bought. Like I'm going to eat the same meals at the same time kind of thing. Well, thereabouts. And I'm going like to wake up at 4am every day and follow her morning routine and follow Like just try something out of the box, you know? So we set this all up on Sunday, recorded a bit of content. We're going to make a podcast about that so that you can hear how it all went and everything. So I'm sort of recording stuff just like in a slap together way on my phone, just because it's better to record it than not. <laughs> and, um, yeah. So anyway, I got up really early this morning and it was really nice. I did it Monday too. So today is Tuesday and I was at the beach having a workout on that workout equipment, like at the beach, the free stuff, the gym's not a vibe right now. I don't know why, like I'm really not vibing it. And I like the gym usually like I'm not one of those people that's like scared of working out in front of, like, I don't assume everyone's there looking at me. Like, I just, I'm like, fucking whatever. Look at me if you want. Fucking you're welcome. Like, <laughs> but I just, it's not a vibe right now. I don't know. I think there's something that inside me just needs to be outside. And when it's the morning, like, I don't want to be listening to techno fucking oots oots music. Like, that's just not the energy I'm in. So anyway, I rode my bike to the beach because I still don't have a car. <laughs> it's still broken down. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm in a good place in life, guys. It might not sound like it, <laughs> but I am. And all this is happening for a reason. Trust me. <laughs> um, anyway, so I rode my bike, did my workout by the beach, had a swim. It was so fucking beautiful. And then I was riding home and just all this stuff was like 
oh my God, it was like the universe was like, record a podcast right fucking now. And I was like, I'm riding my bike, I can't. And the universe was like, do it as soon as you get home. And I was like, okay, I will. <laughs> so here we are, Tuesday morning. I haven't even started work yet, but it's still early. It's not even fucking work time. That's what you get when you wake up so early. I've done so much already. I've basically had lunch. Like, <laughs> I'm going to bed at 2 p.m. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, but the thing that's been helping me wake up at 4 is going to bed at literally 8.30. Like, Monday night I passed out. No, Sunday night I passed out at 8.30. And then last night I passed out around, like, 9.30, which is early for me because my brain, as you can probably imagine, just is, like, like, all the time. Like, it doesn't chill. This is why meditation is so important in my eyes because it's – slowed my brain down a lot the ability to pull it into this like anyway I digress so I also wanted to thank everyone for listening because the potty's been up for five weeks now this is my 18th episode in five weeks which is insane I'm a manifest I'm a manifesting generator so (laughs) if you feel like you have similar energy to me look up manifesting generators like just have a quick google of the personality archetype and you might understand a bit more about yourself if you feel like you're a similar type. Um, Anyway, so the countries that are listening, there are 26 countries listening. And I want to list everybody out because I'm so grateful for all of you. And even if you're like coming to this episode in the future and, you know, the podcast has been around for a while and you've only just stumbled across it, like I'm grateful for you too. You know what I mean? Like wherever you are in the world. So I've got like chills. I actually can't believe it because I know the goodness in what I'm doing. Like I know how far this has to go. Like I know the capacity of what I can do. I know I can change the world and make it a better place. And I know that people are going to get behind me and like help me along my way. And it's just obvious that people are already sharing this around among their friends and everything because 26 countries in five weeks. Are you kidding? And I wasn't even like when I launched this pod, I wasn't even on Instagram. I had It had been deactivated for like a year and two months. I was on TikTok and that was it. Just posting like whatever comes to my mind, just throwing shit at the wall, seeing what sticks. Like literally anything that came through, I was like bleh, opening my mouth, letting it out. So like no real specific marketing. I'm not a fucking like influencer. I don't have like an army of people who will do literally whatever I say. I just, I just like this is getting out there because it's because of the value of what's in it. Like this is helping people and the messages that I'm getting from all of you. Oh my God. Thank you. And Oh, I actually got a few messages yesterday with people listening to the pod, um, had synchronized numbers like two, 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 three, 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 four, 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 five, 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 like one, 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 just like while they were listening to different episodes and stuff. And I was just like, Oh my God, thank you for sending that to me. Cause that just feels like even more confirmation that, like this is reaching the exact people that need to hear it. You know what I mean? Ah, oh, I could fucking scream. I'm so excited <laughs> and so grateful. So the countries that are listening are Australia, the US, Canada, New Zealand, the United Kingdom, Sweden, Germany, Switzerland. I want to go to Switzerland one day. Oh my God. Czech, South Africa, Ireland, Mexico, the Netherlands, Japan, Indonesia, Lithuania, Spain, Denmark, Kazakhstan, wow, Malaysia, United Arab Emirates, fancy, Singapore, France, Albania, Thailand, and Sri Lanka. Like what? This is the most amazing thing in the whole world. Hi, everyone. Hi, hi, hi. (laughs) Thanks for finding me. Thanks for listening. This means everything. Okay. (laughs) Oh, I could literally cry. So, all right. 
there's oh this week's been insane I was going to give you another life update but I'm going to leave it because I wrote so this amazing synchronization happened like it was the kind of thing that like I told a few friends and then they've been telling their friends because they can't believe it happened but it was just so blatant and like direct communication from the universe to get me like writing this how to like anyway it's a handbook I nearly told you the title of it but I kind of want to release that as a surprise like a few people know about it um anyway I'm writing a handbook (laughs) and it's basically like gonna be the most helpful thing since sliced bread like uh, I can't and it's all just coming out like I've wanted to do this for a really long time but not specifically this and it's been kind of flying around in my head like the name of it and I've been like oh I wonder what that will manifest as one day like not even putting pressure on it it's just been flying around in my head and then one day I just started like writing it all out and then I was like wow like okay universe like help me get this happening like this is exactly what it needs to be I have to release this and I want to get it done this year like fucking let's go and like the universe basically just laid out the most crystal clear path for me to do this. And I was like, are you kidding? And then I wrote that as the foreword in the book. Um, and yeah, I'm just so excited. I'm actually going to try and get this written in three months. Do you know the chick who wrote Twilight? I know that everyone thinks it's a really shit book, but she wrote that in three months, the first copy, the first, um, the first book. And that that went pretty far. <laughs> and this one has so much like goodness in it. I know the universe is just going to take this like for fucking miles and miles and miles. Okay. So what I wanted to talk to you about today is a few different things, kind of random, but it's all honestly coming through hot and fast and I just have to. So whatever, copy like this is, it is what it is. Here we go. <laughs> I even took down notes. All right. So self-actualization and timelines. Now, stay with me. I've got to wrap my brain around this because this literally came through last night. I was talking to Haley in a voice message and um, if I can remember to splice it in in this bit, I will. So you can just hear it. But if I forget, sorry, (laughs) we'll find out. (laughs) Um, So I was thinking about, you know how like you, let's say there's someone on Instagram that you follow that you really admire and you look up to and you're like, wow, how does she do it? Or how does he do it? Like, how do they exist like that? Like they're a fucking next level human. They're just doing all this amazing stuff. Um, and you're like, you're taking steps, like following their advice. You're doing what you can to kind of get there. And then you get to a point where you're like, I, th- I think I'm getting closer to that and you can start to feel it, but you still feel like you're so far away from where they're at. And it's this perpetual feeling of like never getting there kind of thing. Um, and then one day it's like, I don't know if you've ever mastered something in your life, but if you have, you'll kind of get this, you'll understand this. Like one day you wake up and you're like, oh, I'm sure it's not just like one day you wake up and suddenly it's a thing, but like fast forward five years or 10 years and you're like, <laughs> why did I ever doubt myself? Like you realize at the end of like getting, becoming a master at the thing that you were already a master at it so much earlier and you just didn't know. And so you spent, like you wasted all this energy, like doubting yourself, not putting yourself out there authentically or not showing up in the way that you want to, because you thought that like you don't deserve to, or how dare you, because you're not there yet. Or like, how dare you teach that to the person or how dare you like you know, have the audacity to like show up so confidently when you're like, quote unquote, in the beginnings. But really, like, I can't stress this enough. I've talked about this before in another podcast. (laughs) You're further along than you fucking think. So this is where self-actualization really helps with this, right? Because 
I think, and this is the way it is in my head, but we're all in like different frequencies. Um, so think of these frequencies as like layered cake or whatever. That's like different cake layers. And let's say if you're at a point in life where everything's really bad and hard and there's blocks that keep coming up and you're feeling like you're just struggling inside your human skin and you're like, why is life so hard? I did not ask to be here. What the fuck is this so hard for? Like, why do I have to like try so hard just to exist? Like, how is it that my human existence on this planet, can't I just be a dog? Like maybe a bird? <laughs> if I get eaten tomorrow, I can't, like fine. At least I got a day of freedom. You know what I mean? Like when you're in that place, and you're feeling so stuck and like things keep going wrong and you're cycling through different things you're complaining about. You're, you can hear that the stuff coming out of your mouth is like a little bit negative or whatever. And you're like, okay, I'm obviously in like a shitty place in life and I want to get out of this. First of all, don't beat yourself up. Like there's no point being like, oh my God, I'm not high vibing right now. My Everyone must hate being around me. Like, ugh. no, fuck off. Like life is up and down. Cop it. I'm in a bad place right now. <laughs> Tell your friends. Be like, look, I'm having a fucking time. I'll do the work and I'll get out of it they'll wait patiently. They'll be fine. And like, you don't need to feel bad about not showing up as like the high vibing version of yourself. Because if you were to try and show up as a high vibing version of yourself while being in a fucking puddle on the inside, you are just, that's like going against the grain of who you are at the time. You're living inauthentically if you're doing that. So fucking stop that for, for one. And if you're like, okay, I mean, it's like low vibing place. I keep hitting the same blocks, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then you do some work on yourself. You take some time to be a bit more insular. You find podcasts that you like, like this one, who can help you along. You find books that you like. You start to try new things. You get a new hobby. You have this pull to get out of your comfort zone. You're like, ooh, like I'm doing all these things. And you have the energy to do it because you're not trying to pretend like you're something else. You're not trying to show up in life as done, complete, like packaged. Here I am, good to go, high vibing, la la la. Like, that's such a waste of your energy when it's not authentic. I can't even fucking deal. And then you're just going to feel like an imposter the whole time. So if you're like, all right, I'm going to take some time to be in my own zone, do whatever feels right, literally just follow my body, follow my heart. What do I feel like doing? What have I always wanted to try? What kind of thing do I want to learn right now? What books am I wanting to read? Just be slow. Walk around in a fucking dazed state if you want. I don't care. Slow down. <laughs> Take the time to figure it all out, whatever feels right, right? And then you'll find yourself starting to kind of level up. You'll start, everything starts to make a bit more sense. And you might be like, okay, I'm getting out of this slump and I'm starting to feel good again. And then the universe might be like, nah, you haven't learned this other lesson yet. Boots and you're back down. Like that can happen. It doesn't mean that you're doing something wrong. It doesn't mean that you're failing at healing. It doesn't mean that you're fucking anything up. It just means that like when that happens, when the universe just goes like boots and knocks you over again with something else or something else comes up or you're dealing with something else emotionally or you just feel so fucking drained and you're like, why? Look at the lesson. What are you learning right now? What is that block there for? What's what, like if you could put yourself in the universe's shoes and watch your life from a higher perspective as if you were like controlling it like a video game or something, look at yourself in that way and be like, oh, okay. They're just doing this as like they as in you, like you're like your avatar of yourself or whatever. Just be like, all right, <laughs> they are trying to make this ridiculous relationship work and the other person isn't trying as hard as them. And they're just wondering why it's not working. And it's because the other person isn't as involved in it as they are, or the other person isn't ready to grow. They're just not in that point in their timeline yet. And then you can come back into your body and be like, okay, I get it now. 
I get the block, I get the lesson, I understand why I'm learning this right now. And then you can let the emotions move through with a bit more awareness of where they're going, where they're coming from, that kind of thing. And like, once you do that, that's when you learn the lessons really quickly. Like you identify the lessons when you're in them, you start to learn them so much quicker. So you start to level up in this like vibration cake. (laughs) Fucking hell. Are you still with me? (laughs) Vibration cake, stop it. Anyway, so you're leveling up in vibrations and you can feel it. Like you can feel yourself energizing again. You can feel yourself starting to align with other people. Like maybe more people are coming into your life than before. Maybe like someone from your past is like also gone through their journey and then you guys have realigned come back into each other's paths at, you know, a different time. And now you're both like suddenly on this like growth phase together or whatever. So you're going up through these frequencies, up through this timeline, cake, (laughs) not timeline, sorry, frequency. Yeah. Frequency cake. Anyway, you're moving on up and you get to a point where you're like, all right, I kind of have a sense of what I feel like I want to be doing with my life right now. And that's not to say that you need to just like drop everything and go get some job doing exactly that thing. Like maybe you have a job that you can tolerate that allows you the lifestyle that you like and you have plenty of energy to do the things that you love on the side. Like your hobby doesn't actually have to be turned into a hustle or a job or whatever. Like it's like I used to do that. I used to think that I had to turn everything into a business. Everything had to make money. And then I wouldn't put time into learning the hobbies that I wanted to learn because I would be like, I would look at it as this whole well, I have to like master that first and then I have to do it as a business and I have to like, how will I make money from this? How will I survive from that? And then I don't do it because I'm like, well, that just seems like so unfeasible right now. I'm just trying to survive in my day job. And it's like, bro, chill, just do the hobby for free because you like it. (laughs) But that's just my brain. Like I know that some people are like me in that area and I know not, not everyone is like, I just have one of those brains that's like, I have to try not to hustle. I have to actively try not to hustle. And I know there are people out there who have to actively like put a bit of hustle into their step. And it's not to say to like work hard and grind and like forget balance. No fucking way. Balance is top tier, most important thing ever. Um, So it's like we all come from a different baseline of energy, right? So it's like also when you're getting advice from someone like me or anyone else on the internet or book or wherever, you have to really have discernment and be like, is this advice for me? Do I feel like this is in line with how I feel? When I'm reading this, what reaction am I getting inside? Am I inspired? Am I feeling a bit of resistance? Like, oh, that doesn't really feel like it's for me, but should I just do this? Like, is this how to get there? Like, if it doesn't feel like it's for you, that's fine. It's not to say to disregard the entire thing, but pick and choose what is right for you. You don't just have to follow what someone says, right? Um, So anyway, you're moving up through timelines. You're, I keep saying timelines. Why? Anyway. You're getting to a point in whatever it is that you're doing that you're like, I'm, I'm pretty good at this. Or maybe you're doing something that's just coming from within, like what I'm doing right now. Like, I don't know how to podcast. I just figured it out. Like, I just do it the way I want to do it. I'm not following any specific rules on how to podcast, apart from the ones that literally have to get it onto the platform. But I record it in whatever way I like. I don't have an intro because I'm like, I couldn't be fucking bothered and I find intros a little bit annoying, to be honest. <laughs> I don't think that they're bad. I just always skip them. I skip them. So I'm like, why bother giving someone to, that they have? I don't want you to have to skip stuff. <laughs> the point of that is that like, I'm at a place in life where I've gone through so much. I've been through so much. But if I was expecting myself 
to have been to be able to show up as this fully complete polished version of a podcaster who knows how to teach you how to live, I would not be where I am right now with 26 countries listening five weeks in. Do you know what I mean? Like I started because I had the realization that I'm further along than it seems like I am. So I'm like, okay, this podcast stuff, this is just wisdom that's coming from within. It's lived experience. It's universal downloads. It's my, my unique perspective on the world. It's, it's my heart and my soul. Right. So like I'm already at a high vibration, like I, the essence of me and who I am and what I have to offer from within, whether it comes out in this podcast, whether it comes out in my photography or my paintings the messages that I can offer this world and the, the emotional support I can give the world, the encouragement, the energy that I can push into the world comes from within me. And it doesn't really matter how I show up and do that as long as it feels right for me, as long as it's authentic to me, right? And like right now, I don't have a studio yet and I don't have like all the fancy equipment and everything, but I have enough to get it started. And I'm not going to sit and fucking wait till I'm at some level that I deem like done before I launch this and get it out into the world. Because what a waste. Like, imagine if I was doing that, I wouldn't. So like, remember what I told you about earlier, how I'm like riding home and all these downloads were coming through and I was just like, oh my God, oh my God, I need to get this out and like podcast it out to the world and how everyone's been like, oh my God, like this is exactly what I need to hear right now. And all the beautiful messages that I'm getting from people about how helpful it's been for them. If I decided to wait until I had everything polished and done before I did this, all of that amazing shit that's coming out of my fucking brain and out of my mouth and into your earballs, <laughs> it wouldn't be happening. I wouldn't be here. I'd be sitting in a pile of self-doubt instead wondering like, when life would change for me and when I'd be able to get out of my full-time job and follow my dreams and la la la. Like it's not just going to happen. You need to have a moment of self-actualization and realization of like where you're at and what, what you're actually capable of. Because the point to all of this is that when you realize who you actually are and what you're capable of and what you have and how someone in the world needs to hear it, or see it, or experience it, whatever the fuck it is. Once you realize that, you also skip ahead in like the timeline and you level up in the frequency because you've realized in that moment that you are already exactly where you need to be. And then that sounds like a cliche, but like, um, all right, let me think of an example of when I was having this realization. So there's this chick who has a podcast. Her name's Alexis. Her podcast is called Do You Fucking Mind? I recommend it. I love it so much. She's incredible. She's so raw and real and she's a neuroscientist or something like that. But she also has amazing emotional intelligence and an amazing personality. So she's just literally such a queen. Anyway, so I listen to her podcast and I, I watch her on TikTok sometimes and I had this realization. I was like, oh, that feeling is missing from me that I used to have back back in the day where I would look at someone doing something that I wanted to do or doing something, you know, she's been doing it for longer. She has sponsors. She has all this stuff, right? I don't look at her going, when will I have that? Like, when will I be at that level? That's literally, I noticed that feeling missing. And I was like, oh, that's so nice. And I was like, why is that feeling missing? And I was like, because I'm already there. 
I already have what she has. I just don't have the physical stuff yet. That will come. But what I have is this like deep understanding of who I am, what I can offer. I have the realization of my essence and who I am and how it can help people and how I can drive the world forward in a better place, which is essentially literally what she's doing in her own way, in her area of expertise, right? So I was like, oh, I'm already there. And I had that moment of like self-actualization and I was just like, huh. And it just comes with this like beautiful rush of just like, sweet. Well, if I'm literally already there on that frequency, then I've got nothing to doubt about myself, nothing to like wish it was better or different or change. Like all I've got in front of me is just this road to like keep walking on and just see where it goes next. Like I know that this is going to develop into whatever it needs to be. And I'm not going to try and control what direction that goes. You know what I mean? Because if I try and control the direction this goes in, it will just be like some version of what I can perceive as my current reality that I've lived before or, you know, and I want this to be bigger and more amazing than I could ever possibly have imagined. So I'm just going to leave that shit up to the universe and just keep taking these nudges, keep being present and aware of where I'm at and what the universe is doing to help me get this out there and the book that I'm writing as well. So that was the thought about self-actualization. But I do think I need to like play the voice message because the way I said it to Haley last night, I think might be a bit more like succinct to round this up. So I really do hope that I remember to edit that in, but I'm not big on editing these episodes. So <laughs> anyway, <laughs> all right. So that was that one. Now, the other thing I wanted to talk to you about was, ah, oh, yeah, this wasn't one that I wrote down, but I just remembered it before. Um, self, no, wait, what is it? Imposter syndrome. You know how everyone has imposter syndrome? Imposter syndrome is directly linked to, wait, I'm having a brain moment. It's gone. Wait one second. <laughs> Give me a sec. All oh, right. You have imposter syndrome because you need to do inner child work because your inner child is linked to your ego, right? And your inner child has, it's, so, okay, imagine interacting with someone in the world who is just being like obscene, like you don't understand how they're having such a hectic emotional reaction to this thing and like why they're blaming other people for the situation and you don't understand why they're like basically having an adult tantrum and just making this like big drama about everything and you're like... <laughs> I mean, for me anyway, I like watching dramatic situations because I'm a human. And if you want to tell me about something dramatic, I'm like, oh my God, I'll get the popcorn. But <laughs> as a person, I'm more of a drama bystander. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to partake in, in the fucking slightest, like keep it away from my actual life. <laughs> but so yeah, for me, whenever I see someone like acting like that, before I was aware of this, I was like, oh my God, like what is wrong with that person? Like why? why are they like that? And then I did all my inner child work and my, my own like shadow work. And, and I, re I learned just through doing that work that, that your inner child and your, like your shadow and your ego, like that's all linked. And those people who are having those crazy reactions to things, they, that's their inner child. Like in that moment, they're not their adult self. They are literally their child version of themselves completely unchecked. So this is what people are talking about when they're like, you are not your emotions. Like your emotions, like there's a difference between your emotions and feeling something with your gut. I've talked about this before in another episode. 
So your emotions are not really to be trusted as much as your gut. So your emotions are valid. They're allowed to exist. We need them. They're a very essential part about like just being a human in general. But your gut is the one that will like, that's your instinct. Your higher self will communicate through your gut. Like your, your body's intelligence will communicate through this like feeling in your gut or your heart, whatever it shows up as for you. And there's different ways. I get goosebumps. There's all kinds of different ways that your body will communicate. But your emotions, your emotions are like, again, valid. But before you do inner child work and before you like kind of get a handle on your ego and stuff like that, and before you do your shadow work and everything, your emotions are more like a direct representation of, of where your inner child is at in like your current life. And so when you're, your inner child being linked to your ego means that there's this like part of you that's like, I just need to show up in the world and like pretending like I know what's going on. That's why everyone's always like, old people are like, um, I, I feel young still, but I'm just in this old body. Like, or when someone says, um, like, oh, I just, I'm adulting right now. Like so weird. And it's almost like there's this concept out there that exists of like how, where you're supposed to be at in whatever age you are in life or whatever. So let's say you're like 80, but you're still really playful and young. And you're like, oh, I'm just like young in this old person's body. Or let's say you're 30 and you're like really like, again, just playful and young, or you're like really wise, or you're a bit of both or whatever. And you feel like you're meant to be a homeowner with a uni degree, married and two children and a white picket fence, like (laughs) all of that. Or you're 20 and you feel like you're supposed to like, find the love of your life and have this like hybrid of partying and have your career together and start like saving for a home and like doing all that shit. Like there's these points in life that we as a society have just like randomly mutually fucking agreed is like where you're supposed to be at or whatever. And then it's like, if we're not at that thing, we have this like sense of, Oh my God, what am I doing wrong? Why aren't I fitting into that? Why doesn't that seem to work out for me? And you have this feeling of like, oh, I'm doing, I'm doing like the best I can. And I'm, I'm doing the best at this job that I want to do. But I just feel like someone's going to show up one day and be like, hi, you're doing it wrong. And you don't really have that full trust in yourself. And you're just like hoping that you can get by (laughs) and hoping it all just makes sense one day and hoping you feel like you, you feel grounded in it all one day. And really that's just like your inner child just being like, oh my God, (laughs) I'm still seven. (laughs) and your inner child and your ego and everything don't need to like leave. They're going to be there with you forever. It's just, you need to know it. You need to know when they're behaving in whatever way, when they're reacting in whatever way. And the other thing is like, when you do the shadow work and you do your inner child work and stuff, you're less reactive as a person because you know that when a situation happens, it's not just happening to you. It's either someone else is having an insane outburst about something and that has nothing to do with you or some situation is happening for you and you have an opportunity to grow from it or like change course or pivot or whatever. Um, so like just so much world opens up for you when you can approach everything from a more centered, grounded place. And that happens when you do your inner child shadow work. Like, and if you're like, what do you mean by inner child and shadow work? And la la la. What I mean by that is like setting the intention first to look inward and be like, okay, are there things in my life that I hate looking at about myself? If so, why? Because they're there anyway. 
Do you know what I mean? Like other people can see them and you know that they're there. You just try to cover them up. You try to avoid them. There's like, there's definitely parts in your life that you've probably looked at at one point or another and cringed at yourself, right? Why? Why did you cringe at yourself? Was it just because you said something dumb? Why did you feel like something came out of your mouth was dumb? Like I used to cringe at myself all the time, but I didn't fully trust everything I was saying. And now I do. The amount that I cringe at myself now is probably like 0.2 of a percent compared to what it used to be. And even then I'm like, whatever fucking, if you like, if I say, if I've said something and I listen back, I'm like, oh my God, Esther, (laughs) I'm like, whatever. Maybe I had to say it that way. Or I'm a human. Like, and if someone's like, oh my God, you said everything wrong or whatever, fuck, whatever. Cool. Thank you for informing me. That's amazing. Like I don't, yeah, you just. Whatever the part is about you that you don't want to look at needs looking at. I was so afraid of being dumb because I thought that I was dumb my whole life because I have ADHD and I was expelled from school and like have had a really rough upbringing. So I just thought that because I didn't have the same life as everyone else and I thought that because I didn't have the same education, I didn't have it like quote unquote together like everybody else that I must be some kind of dumbass who just like missed the memo on life and how to be alive. <laughs> and I think I've realized over time that so many other people feel that way. But anyway, that's why like I would cringe at things that I would say. I'd be like, oh my God, you're so dumb. Like, shut up. Why are you fucking speaking? Like, that's what would go through my head, which is insane. Because <laughs> now I've got moved through all that stuff. I'm like, holy fuck. Like the shit that's in here is incredible. And because the shame's not there and the fear of existing isn't there anymore and I'm so grounded, what comes out naturally is so much more fire than it was before. So that's really nice as well. Now, I don't have imposter syndrome anymore either. Do you know what I mean? So this is how I figured this out because I did my inner child work. I looked for the parts that, you know, you follow it back. So you're like, okay, why do I hate this part about myself? Because X, Y, Z happened when I was five, when I was seven, when I was 18, whatever, like you go back to a young version of yourself, find the root of wherever that fucking thing actually started. And then you're like, okay, I get it. And then you have a moment with yourself, like close your eyes and picture that age, like picture yourself at that age going through that thing, but picture yourself there as an adult now with them as well. And picture yourself like kneeling down or if you're standing, whatever, give your inner child a hug and hold their cheeks and look them in the eye. And be like, hey, it's actually so fine. Like that was hard and you were not ready to go through that yet. Or the thing that person said was bad, but it wasn't actually coming. It wasn't for you. Like that doesn't mean that's any, like that's not who you are. That was their own trauma. They were spitting out at you and you've just held on to it now for the last 10 years of your life kind of thing. Like you can let it go now. It's okay. Like you don't need to keep that inside. That's allowed to move out through you. You don't have to identify with your trauma either. You don't have to. Just because you can move on from your trauma doesn't mean you didn't experience it. It doesn't mean it can't be part of your story. Like you can let these things go and you can heal yourself in this way and become aware. If you're aware of where the problems are stemming from, you have so much more power over them because you see them when they arise. Like when you're in a situation where you're feeling your inner child and your emotions and everything's kind of like coming up and you want to react or someone says something that's mean and you just want to be like, fuck you, or something happens and you're like, you go into this like emotional state and you're like, why am I feeling this way? Like it's probably because there's some unchecked inner child or shadow kind of emotion there or trauma or something that needs to be addressed by you. Cause it's always going to be there unless you help it move through your body. And it's not going to like leave your story or leave your side. It's just more like you put it in the back seat or you put it in a bag and you hold it next to you instead of letting it just run your life unconsciously. So 
when you do all that work, you start to really, really, really know who you are in every single way. And you start to really trust yourself and you stop trying to expect yourself to be anything you're not. You stop trying to expect yourself to fit into any random areas of society that just don't work for you. You start to be like, oh, the way I am is actually amazing. And there are people out there who need this and who will appreciate this and who will love this. And you stop trying to just jam yourself into this imposter syndrome situation where you're like, oh, like this doesn't feel like it's me, but I'm trying my best, blah, blah, blah. And you start to just feel at home in yourself, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, whatever you try. And it doesn't like, oh my God, it's the best thing ever. It is the most amazing feeling. Like I haven't felt like an imposter all fucking year or since late last year, since I just decided to just completely come undone as a person, look for all this shit, do my inner child work and... Like, oh, I didn't even know this was what it was going to be like on the other side. I had no idea. I just did it because I felt intuitively like I had to. I was like, now's the time. Like, let's fucking go. And yeah, anyway, so your imposter syndrome is there because you need to look at yourself. You need to look at your shadow. You need to look at your inner child. If you ever want to stop feeling like an imposter and feel completely confident in yourself, even in areas where you're like, oh, I don't know. Like, it's now. If I do something and I'm like, I don't know how this is going to work out. I'm like, okay. <laughs> We'll see. <laughs> I'm not like, why are you even trying? You're going to suck at it. La, la, la. Like that just doesn't happen in my head anymore. It's really peaceful. I highly recommend it. Okay. So just remember that if you're feeling like an imposter, it's because you need to do inner child work and ego work. Let me know if you need help on that. I could talk more about it for a really long time, but I'll move on to the next thing. Okay. Um, what else is on this list? Okay, so this, I don't know if this is going to be a popular opinion or not or what people are going to think about it, but I'm going to say it anyway because it keeps flying around my head. So I think hopefully it's just, <laughs> hopefully you get what I'm saying. So I need you to know as a precursor as well, I'm not saying this for literally everyone everywhere. I'm saying it for them. I'm, I'm going to say the majority of people. Um, I know that there are some circumstances in the world in some countries where there just isn't freedom and there isn't um opportunity and i know that in like some like abusive situations like people just are going to be stuck and i don't know like but also like you think of someone you know finding their way onto a boat to get out of like a war-torn country and coming to like australia or whatever like that person is doing whatever it takes to get out so anyway i haven't even said the thing <laughs> so I think that obviously with the exception of some unfortunate scenarios in the world, pretty much anyone can do pretty much anything that they want. So I'm not saying that everyone can do anything because there are going to be some limitations. Some people are not able-bodied or some people like, you know, do you know what I mean? Like there's obviously going to be limitations, but if there's something that's in your heart that you really want to do, that you really want to remove from your life, get out of or bring into your life or change in your life or start doing as like a hobby or whatever. But you're like, oh, I'm so stuck. I'm so stuck. Like, I'm just so stuck. Like, I've got to pay my bills and live in this. I've got to have this job and I live in this house and I'm with this fuckwit. And I'm like, you know, whatever the thing is that's like blocking you from doing the thing or I want to get out of this war-torn country. Like, I'm not saying I, I really I can't speak from that, obviously, but there have been cases, right, where people have made that happen. So that's the kind of point that I'm making, that if 
if you want to do something really badly and you really want to change your situation and you, you set the intention to change your situation in whatever way you can and actually make that happen for yourself in a safe way, obviously, use your discernment. Don't just listen blindly to a white girl on the podcast, but it's, it's not that the task ahead of you is impossible. It's not that the, the blocks are just never going to move. It's that depending on the level of difficulty of getting out of the situation or moving towards the thing you want, your road ahead may just be a lot harder than others. Or it might not. It might just, it honestly could just be your perspective and your mindset blocking you more than anything, which is, I think, largely the case for a lot of people. Obviously not everyone, but a lot of people feel very trapped and very like stuck. And so much of that is to do with your perspective on where you're actually at. And a lot of that, that inability to actually have a proper view of your situation and your perspective comes down to an inability to be present and your lack of like attention span and everything to be still and not have a lot of stimulus going on at the moment, which is obviously down to like social media. Read the book, Stolen Focus. It's incredible. Um, anyway. <laughs> so let's just say there's a situation where um, someone wants to become an Olympian and they live in housing commission. Okay, no, let's just use my fucking life. All right. This is what I can actually speak from. I grew up in housing commission. I have come from a broken home. I lived in like a fucking ex orphanage at one point that was like haunted. It was horrendous. I pretty much raised myself. My dad blocked me off from my mom and then pretty much didn't pay much attention to me. Always went away. I was like running the streets all the time. I was always in trouble with the police. I was always doing drugs. I was expelled from school. I just had like, if you've seen the movie 13, like that was so my life. I can't even. And I had a kid as a teenager. I was trying to like work and, and pay rent and everything and be a parent as a teenager. And none of that was easy. Right. But I always had this desire in my heart to do something creative and not be stuck in a nine to five. I just knew I was like, I, that's not for me. Like I tried it and I was like really not vibing that and I need to get out of that somehow and blah, blah, blah. So I didn't have any education on like how to start a business or anything like that. I didn't have any fucking money. Like <laughs> the road ahead of me was looking like pretty bleak, right? Like if I was to put security first, and I'm not saying to just like ditch security, like again, have discernment, do what's right for you, do what feels right. But there honestly does have to be an element of getting out of your comfort zone and stuff like this and being okay with being uncomfortable. So there've been heaps of periods in my life where I've had to step outside of my comfort zone and just be okay with shit being uncomfortable for a while. Like, okay, I need to start my own business. Should I stay working full time and save up 50 grand to put into marketing and set the business up and everything and do it that way? And while I'm doing that, study a business degree on the side and, you know, do it the all American way? Or should I just fucking throw caution to the wind, quit my job or go down to part time and just fucking send it and see how it goes? <laughs> That's not going to be the same for everyone. But that was a terrifying move to make and I've got a kid to feed, right? So then I'm also like, I, I would just do whatever it takes 
at the time to make the thing happen. And then I ended up with a very successful wedding photography business and made all of my goals and my dreams come true. And I was on a six figure income and I like, I, I did it. I did the thing that I wanted to do. And the road there was, I also had like shit relationships, like abusive relationships in one way or another. Like this, I had to get a protection order against this guy. I was fucked. That's a story for another day. Um, not during this whole, like me having a business that was before that, but the, the knowledge that I didn't want the life that everyone else had in the way that I was like, you know, you're brought up just watching movies where the parents are together and everyone just like has a job and money in their own home and stuff. I was like, I'm going to do it differently. Don't know how I'm just going to figure it out. I'm not going to take no for an answer. And I just kept following my heart, kept following my gut. And I made it happen. And now I'm at this like evolution in my life where I'm kind of doing the same thing, but differently. Like I, now I've done that once before. I know I can do it again. I have this confidence in me of like, oh, I know I can do anything. Cause I had the self-discipline and I had the bravery to get into a situation that was uncomfortable, leave dangerous partners, like leave um, jobs that were toxic and killing my energy, like acknowledging that my energy was the most important thing to keep safe in my body because that's what I have to take me everywhere that I need to go. And yeah, so I, I've just flipped my life around in 12 months, just like flipped it on its fucking head. And it, it's just so good now. It's so good because it came to the end of an era and I didn't notice it at the time that it was time to change course and step into the new thing. And the universe just pulled the rug from under me and was like, all right, bitch, we're doing it this way then if you're not listening. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, that hurt. <laughs> so, yeah. And now I am like, okay, cool. Like this is, I went through that period of like doing all the shadow work, doing all the inner child work, getting rid of my imposter syndrome. And now I'm like, I'm looking at this podcast. And if you just like, if you're looking at the video, you're like, bitch, you're just sitting on your couch in your lounge room, surrounded by all your paintings recording into this microphone that you're just holding in your hand and you got your fucking note, like, you know what I mean? Like, but I know in my head, like in my mind's eye, I can literally see the future version of myself. So I'm like, that's enough. That's enough for me. I'm just going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep taking the steps. I'm going to keep doing whatever I need to do. And I'm not saying that in a way of like, fuck everyone. I'm going to throw someone under a bus. Like not at all because I live in a way of balance and trust. I know that like, quote unquote, what I need to do will be for the highest good of everyone involved. Um, so yeah, anyway, there's like more on those points that I were pouring out of my head, but that's all I'm going to put into this episode. I'll do some more. I might even do another one, like with the rest. I just don't want to fill up your head with too much at once. You need to have a second to digest that. Okie dokie. Well, like, I don't know. Did it help? Was that great? Do you want to, can you share this actually? Because I just made a fucking Instagram reel (laughs) about this and everyone was like, oh my fucking God, that's so true. So a little marketing hot tip. If your Instagram posts aren't going anywhere, it's because Instagram has like basically got a cap on how far that will go. So if you're like, my engagement is low, my content must be shit. Like, yeah, maybe it's shit. Ask the people around you, they'll tell you. But also it might not be for them. So if you're showing up authentically and speaking your truth and you're like, you can just do what I do and record your face on the camera. That's like people eat it up when it's found by the right people. 
because they are like, oh, I needed to hear this. It helps them and it actually goes somewhere. And then you feel like, yay, my content did something good for someone today or whatever, right? So like TikTok really helps with that because it's like a way fairer algorithm. But Instagram's algorithm is extremely favoring social media ads. So if you're not paying to boost your posts and stuff, it's incredibly difficult to grow as a personal brand, even just as a person on the internet. There are everyday people sponsoring their posts just to get more likes and follows and stuff like that. And it's like, if that's coming from a place within of not having enough self-worth, you need to work on that. If you're like, oh, I just need people to like it so that I feel better about myself, like really check that part of yourself because that's a huge sign that you need to do all this internal work. But if you're like, no, I'm trying to grow a personal brand. I'm not sure what for yet. I just know I need to start growing a personal brand, which is what I was doing on TikTok. Didn't know what for. Didn't know what I was going to be doing. I just knew I had to like post videos and get out there somehow. Um, if you're doing that and you're sponsored, like, and, you, but, and, and it's not going anywhere and you feel like you need to sponsor posts, like that's so shit. Like you shouldn't have to do that. And I hate that that's where Instagram has gone. I think it's really fucking dog. I don't like it at all. Plus I work in marketing. I know the psychology behind social media ads. I know what it's doing to you. And I am so morally against it. It makes me want to fucking vomit. My boss is so nice because like I had to do that for our job, like for our thing. I did it for like a week and she was like, babe, like (laughs) what's going on? And I was like, I want to die. I hate doing this. And she was like, oh, I'll do it. And I was like, oh my God. So she took the social media ads off my plate so that I didn't have to do them because she was like, well, I don't want you doing something you're morally against. I was like, oh my God, I love you so much. <laughs> what an angel. But anyway, the point of that is that it's really important if you if you see someone creating content that's meaningful to you in some way and you think that you know someone who would benefit from hearing it or you just want to engage with it, like it, comment, share it on your story even, like do that to help people on Instagram so that they don't have to be pushed to social media ads because like it takes two seconds out of your life, right? And it might actually help someone if you feel compelled to, if you're like, oh, that was really interesting. Someone else you know might agree that that's interesting. So just like share it. It could help them. And yeah, I just like, I hope TikTok, like I know that you can like obviously sponsor posts on TikTok and stuff. I just hope it doesn't fully go in the direction that Instagram's gone in. Cause like, oh my God, Mark, you dog, dog. Mm. <laughs> I was talking about Zuckerberg, by the way. I have a lot of strong feelings about this. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) I really want to market all of this as organically as I can. Like if I can avoid, I'm not saying like, I I, I know that life ebbs and flows so much. And I know that it's like, you never know what the future is going to hold. So I'm just going to say that I will avoid at all costs having to sponsor my posts or anything like that. And I would really appreciate if you want to just share this with someone, tell someone about it, share the link, share your story. I don't know, do whatever you want. But if you love this and you're like, fuck, this is helping me and it's going to help someone else, please do share it. And then I don't have to do social media ads. (laughs) And the book I mentioned before, if I said it too quickly, if you're like, oh my God, I want to read that. It's called Stolen Focus. I can't remember who it's by, but it's so popular. It'll come up. It's like a blue t- blue cover. That was the first book that I read when I first started going into this um, specific journey in life, like this spiritual awakening time, this massive like level up that I've gone through. Like I've gone through a lot of self-development in my past, like in general. I was already someone who grows, obviously, but this part of my life was massively different. And that was the literal first book, the catalyst of my way of seeing the world and and sort of waking up to the reality of what was actually happening around me and it's not like some conspiracy theorist book trust me it's fine 
like he gets like a little bit towards the end you can hear that he's like okay guys like i really hope you're paying attention now like you can hear it in the tone of his voice like please listen to me this is really important (laughs) but it's i work in marketing he's not fucking talking out of his ass it's a real thing um so yeah good book good book all right i'm gone bye love you bye